1: Today is Wednesday, June 29th, 2022. Bombshell testimony from former White House staffer says Trump tried to commandeer the presidential limo during January 6th, That drive to the Capitol. Secret Service immediately said this was a lie. 69% of voters say Joe Biden should not run again. Nice. And Joe Biden delivers the most expensive 4th of July in history. My name is Benny Johnson and this is The Benny Show. A source close to the Secret Service just told me to expect that the Secret Service will push back against any allegation of an assault against an agent or President Trump reaching for the steering wheel, David. Very interesting. So that that exchange that was described today, the Secret Service wants to answer that under oath. So we'll wait for that development coming. Pierre Thomas with Late Reporting. Our thanks to you and to John Carl tonight. Thank you both. Starting off with our lead story, ladies and gentlemen, Cassidy Hutchison, a low level, thin resume staffer inside of the Donald Trump White House, a paper pusher and an endemic emblem of the type of smug, privileged, liberal fetish style staffer who lurks in the wings of any Republican administration has turned on Donald Trump and gone to the January 6th committee in order to get her chance to be the new Christine Blasey Ford or Amber Heard or Jesse Smollett. She went there and told a absolutely stunning, shocking, and brave tale of Donald Trump attempting to commandeer the presidential limousine in the afternoon of January 6th. The way the story went was that Donald Trump was supposed to go back to the White House. Donald Trump got irate and demanded to go to the Capitol. And instead, the Secret Service drove him back to the White House in the process of Processing all of this, Donald Trump freaked out and lunged at the Secret Service agent and tried to grab the wheel of the limo and tried to wrestle the limo. And then Donald Trump, he took out his Jason Bourne uh, utility belt, Batman utility belt, and he turned the limo into the Batmobile and he flew off into the sunset down to Mar-a-Lago with Melania in a bikini strapped to his leg. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of problems with this story and we will go through all of them but i'm being told right now by my producer that we actually have wait for it wait for it we have Real footage of this happening on the White House. A lot of people making fun of Cassidy Hutchison for this clearly fabricated story, but it turns out that Cassidy brought the receipts and she has released footage of this actually happening. Sam, do we have the footage ready to play? Donald Trump commandeering the presidential limo. I'm Cassidy. I think I'm seeing the presidential limo driving across the ground. (laughs) By God, it's Donald Trump. He's got the limo. (laughs) Donald Trump was able to use his Avengers energy and strength to tear through the protective wall that separates a limo driver and the Secret Service. We have... We have the schematic. You can see every single presidential vehicle has a separation wall that is impenetrable by guns or flamethrower or human hands that separates the driver from the president for obvious professional and safety reasons. Obviously, this is a fake story, but it didn't stop him from saying it, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to Cassidy Hutchison say that Donald Trump used his Hulk-like energy to rip through the protective barrier and grab, not just the steering wheel, but also choke out the Secret Service agent, because that's what Donald Trump does, ladies and gentlemen. He is Orange Hulk, and he can rip through anything and choke Secret Service agents to death. Watch. Very
0: strong, very angry response to that. Um, Tony described him as being irate. The president said something to the effect of, I'm the effing president, take me up to the Capitol now. To which Bobby responded, sir, we have to go back to the West Wing. The president reached up towards the front of the vehicle to grab at the steering wheel. Mr. Engel grabbed his arm, said, sir, you need to take your hand off the steering wheel. We're going back to the West Wing. We're not going to the Capitol. Mr. Trump then used his free hand to lunge towards Bobby Angle. And when Mr. Renato had recounted this story to me, he had motioned towards his clavicles.
1: Did you know that Donald Trump possesses the MAGA strength, the ultra MAGA strength, because he's the great MAGA king and he can rip through Secret Service barriers and strangle Secret Service agents? mega hulk mega well just a little problem with this story other than the fact that we can all see schematics of the presidential vehicle it's called the beast and know that this is a clear lie two problems here one it's hearsay so it's not like Cassidy Hutchison nobody even knew who this person was she's utter, she's utterly irrelevant in the White House she's low-level thin resume staffer that nobody had ever heard of before. Now she's getting a chance to prance onto CNN and get her Blasey Ford moment. That's right. But unfortunately, instead of having her Mr. Smith goes to Washington moment, she's gonna have more of an Amber Heard moment where she craps the bed because the Secret Service is making sure that everyone knows this story is a damn lie. Let's go. The Secret Service says that this isn't true. Peter Alexander from NBC News, a source close to the Secret Service tells me that Bobby Angle, the lead agent and the presidential limousine SUV driver, they're prepared to testify under oath that neither man was assaulted and that President Trump never lunged at the steering wheel. The reports prove that this is a lie. Now it's not just Peter Alexander, we have reports from CBS News ABC News, CNN, and the Washington Post, the Secret Service press spokesperson, all saying in a statement that the Secret Service is prepared to head up to the January 6th committee and they are prepared to say that this is a fake, false story, that this never happened and their agents never said this. So what do we have here? Well, we have a fake story. This is called perjury. This person, Cassie Hutchison, lied to Congress, and she didn't just tell one lie, she told multiple lies. Donald Trump lashed out on Truth Social, saying that it was a fake story, and how would she even know that, how would she even know without this story, because he's never even heard of her. Donald Trump saying that she is a sick person, and that she essentially was unknown in the White House, and that's what people have told us, but- This Cassidy Hutchison, who is trotting out in order to get, I guess, her own CNN show. I don't know. What is she? What's she looking for? A CNN Plus show? I hear they're looking for anchors. She didn't just tell one lie. She told multiple lies. She told a story about a handwritten note. And this is a doozy here, ladies and gentlemen. She said that this handwritten note was written by her in order to help the Trump White House the day of January 6th, in order to essentially add to her own testimony and to add to the fact that she was in the room and she was making the decisions and she was the one who fought off Trump. (laughs) She's Scarlet Witch. She's the one. Black Widow. She's in the Avengers. and She's fighting off Orange Hulk to stop him from using the presidential limousine to drive directly into the Capitol. This is a really great one. So she said that she wrote this note and she submitted it for her testimony, right? Only problem is that Eric Hirschman, who is the White House chief counsel, said that that's his note and that he submitted it for evidence when the January 6th commission called him in. Well, that's a little interesting. Seems like a man who is the White House counsel, should know his own handwriting and that this clown show of a committee should also know, I don't know, like what their evidence is. Well, if your evidence has been submitted from one guy and he's like, I'm the lawyer who wrote this note, here's my note. And then some low-level staffer comes in and go, this is my note too. Brett Kavanaugh, Brett Kavanaugh, he was boofing on my Devil's Triangle yearbook. That's what was happening. I now have to have two doors in my house, and I can't fly anymore. My beach friends told me about it. Donald Trump, he stole the presidential limousine. My beach friends told me. If you know, you know. Remember this last month when Elon Musk announced that he would be turning Twitter into a free speech company and that speech would be legal on the platform once more? Remember the demon screams from the left as they writhed and ripped their garments because there would be a place where conservatives might speak freely? Well, that's because the left knows that censorship and destroying conservative thoughts and ripping conservative websites down from the internet is one of their most powerful tools. It always is for the communists. That's why we host BennyJohnson.com and this show through Right RightForge. RightForge is the only internet server company that allows for free speech and will protect American virtues, like freedom of association and thought. RightForge is the internet server company that protects the American internet, and they are building their new internet right now. I totally recommend that you take your company and your products online over to RightForge at RightForge.com. RightForge.com, the real American internet. So, This is the second lie. Arthur Schwartz, who has acted as a spokesperson for the Trump family, says anyone who has ever worked with Eric Hirschman knows his handwriting on notes, and this is his handwriting. Cassidy lied through her teeth to Liz Cheney, and she is lying again. So this is a second lie for perjury for this Cassidy Hutchison. Now, let me tell you a little something about Cassidy Hutchison and people like her. I lived in Washington, D.C. for 15 years. I know staffers like this. There was an RNC member, somebody who was high up in the RNC. I'm not going to name and shame them here. Probably get to a point where I have such a chip on my shoulder. I will start listing names of fake Republicans who work at the RNC. The RNC is filled with never Trumpers. Let's start with that. The entire RNC is filled with never Trumpers. My neighbor in Washington, D.C., was a never trumper who worked at the RNC that got drunk at my house one night and told me that she will lie in social circles when people ask what she does and say that she works for a southern democrat senator. So here's RNC members, the people who you write checks to, these are the people who cash them. This person who's a high up member of the RNC told me in, in as a in passing as like a, this is a really funny thing she lies about working at the RNC in Washington, D.C. for social credit, because that's what it all is. It's all about social credit. People on the staff, they, the staff of Republicans, your favorite Republicans, they watch CNN. They read The New York Times and The Washington Post. They watch MSNBC, and they want the warm embrace of the clapping, drooling seals of the left. They believe that that's the world, because that's the world of D.C. It is a hermetically sealed place where there's like an alternate reality between Washington DC and Manhattan. And so much of our chattering class, so much of our power class lives in that teeny little rotted corridor, rat infested, drug infested, crime ridden corridor. And they think that that's the world. It's really bizarre. I mean, it it truly is, what's the Robert Malone, what's the Robert Malone term? Uh, Mass formation psychosis. It's a mass formation psychosis the Republican staffers get taken in by it. And they think that Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger are heroes. And they think the January 6th committee actually matters. And then they want to lie. They want to like, they want to get their moment in the, in the sun. And so here's what you got to do, members of Congress, because you have a Cassidy Hutchison on your staff right now. Here's what you got to do. Perjury. What she did was commit perjury. U.S. Code section 1621 and section 1,001 of Title 18 says perjury and lying before Congress shall be fined or imprisoned up to seven years or both. Fines set at $100,000 per lie. When Republicans retake Congress, what they need to do, because the January 6th committee will never call the Secret Service up in order to say that this testimony was a lie yesterday, the January 6th committee is failing. Their ratings are crashing. People are tuning out. Nobody gives a damn what they have to say. What Republicans need to do is they need to call up the witnesses, the White House counsel, and the Secret Service. They need to present demonstrable evidence, indisputable, that Cassidy Hutchinson is a liar. And then they need to submit for prosecution their findings to the Department of Justice. Cassidy Hutchinson should be going to prison for this because it is a lie to lie to Congress. She stood up there with her little hand up. She swore an oath. She was under oath. And so Congress has rules. They should submit her for prosecution. And who cares if the Biden GOJ doesn't prosecute? It doesn't matter. The message has been sent. There are Cassidy Hutchison's who are weak, feeble people. They're, they fetishize liberal culture and they want to be a liberal, but they're, you know, they're, they're, Father won't let them, so they go to Washington, D.C., and they essentially just play a wolf in sheep's clothing. They sit on a Republican staff or sit on a Republican committee and they lie in wait for their moment for the spotlight to go on CNN and to be called a hero by drooling seals with Ukraine flags in their bios. This is Cassidy Cassidy Hutchison. This is one of the largest existential threats to conservatives and the Republican movement, is people like this. Because you staff with these D.C. scum, And because you have to live inside this bubble, your staff will be usurped by them. It's why we must break up D.C. It's why we must send the Interior Department to the Interior, the Department of Energy down to Texas, the Department of Education down to Florida, Department of Health and Human Services to Kansas. You have to eliminate this culture. The left understands the power of culture and how... Soft, weak-minded people, low-information people like Cassie Hutchison will absorb that culture. And then they can use them as political pawns. So Republicans have to make an example out of her. And they need to prosecute or at least submit because Congress can't prosecute themselves. They're not a law enforcement body. Congress can submit her to the Department of Justice for prosecution. The GOP must do this in order to protect ourselves and our movement. You have to prosecute Cassie Hutchison. You must Determine the lies, send it off. And I promise you, your little feeble, lib-loving staff members will sit there watching in abject horror as you do this, and they will never cross you. They will probably quit, and then you will save yourself from the chance for them to do this to you. That's how it works. I've lived among these circles. I've been there. I've done that. I know these people. They are scum. The people in the RNC are never Trump. The people who are working in Congress are Democrats for Republicans. They're Democrats, sheep in wolf's clothing. And we covered just this week a story from Project Veritas of Democrats wanting to run as Republicans in order to, and I quote, F up the system in South Carolina. So just in case you're wondering if they haven't already thought this through, they are faking it to make it. They're trying to destroy this party from the inside. as time we get tough. Thankfully, new right is tough. One more thing on this matter, and I have to state it very clearly. The entire left-wing outrage and clapping seals chorus yesterday, they ran with this story. They love this story. But they're the same people who ran with the story that Trump was too weak to walk down a ramp. They're the same people. Remember when Trump used both hands to drink from a cup of water? They're the same people who were like, whoo! Look, Trump can't drink water. Trump can't walk down the ramp. Die. Trump is so weak. Trump is so... The walls are closing in. Donald Trump's too weak and dumb. So you have to choose, people. You have to choose. Is Trump either orange MAGA Hulk who can rip through limousines and commandeer them from well-armed and well-trained and jacked Secret Service agents Or is Donald Trump too weak to walk down a ramp? Choose your fighter, these people. Their brains are so broken, and we laugh at them. We're currently in the month of June, 2022. June 6th, 1944 was the infamous D-Day landing, something that changed the history of the world. Do you know that not since that landing has the S&P 500 had a worse start to their year? Not since World War II have stocks been hammered so hard in this nation. We were at global war. Before we had such a plunge in the stock market, Amazon down 37%, Tesla down 40%, and crypto just decimated now is the time ladies and gentlemen to start thinking about protecting what you own what you have earned and my recommendation is to consider precious metals and the only company to do that with is birch gold they're the only people that i trust they can help you convert your ira or 401k into a gold and silver backed ira and 401k A precious metal is something that has retained its value for all time. So it doesn't matter if it's world wars or if it's Joe Biden as president, this is a commodity that retains its value. I recommend Birch Gold because my family personally uses them to help diversify our finances. And I could not be happier with the service we received. Text Benny to 989898 to get a free zero obligation info kit on holding Gold in a tax-sheltered account. Ladies and gentlemen, make your finances Joe Biden-proof. Text Benny to 989898 and go gold. But their brains are not the only ones that are broken. In fact, Joe Biden is the perfect president for them because Joe Biden's broken as well. Joe Biden is the broke brain president. And most people know this. That's why 69% nice say Biden should not run again. This according to Newsmax latest Suffolk University poll out of the Boston globe out of Boston, a blue state, a blue city, blue, new England has come out with some dark warning signs for Democrat saying that in blue, new England in the state of Rhode Island long dominated by Democrat Joe Biden's approval rating is underwater <laughs> My wife's family's from Rhode Island. we've been to Rhode Island a lot of times. The only thing red in Rhode Island is the lobsters when you boil them and uh, that state is as blue as you can get as blue as Leonardo DiCaprio as he floated to the bottom of the ocean in Titanic as blue Adi da. So when Joe Biden is getting only 39 <laughs> percent of voters in Rhode Island. You got yourself a problem. You got yourself a problem. Rhode Islanders disapprove of Joe Biden by 53%, with more than 47% saying the state is on the wrong track. Wow. Most notably, a large majority, 69%, say Joe Biden should not run again for president in 2024. Please? No. Donald Trump said you'll get tired of winning. Democrats are saying you'll get tired of Joe Biden sniffing the back of your hair and Ugh, rubbing his dandruff on you. Joe Biden should not seek a second term in office. Only 22% of these Democrats say he should. The Suffolk University Boston poll came out with warning signs for Democrats in the famously blue New England. Yep, yep, yep. This is so bad for Joe Biden. I mean, listen, guys, you, you're you getting to a point where it's not only elder abuse, it's like... uh the kind of like humiliation porn that is like banned on the internet. You just can't even watch it anymore. It doesn't even register. Like yesterday, Joe Biden couldn't find his chair. Joe Biden's in Madrid right now. Joe Biden couldn't find his chair at a dinner. He's standing next to the Spanish king, right? I think Spain still has a king, the royal family. They're inside of his palace. And Joe Biden's wandering around without his chair. Just last week, Joe Biden had a note card saying, you take your seat in big capital letters, big bold letters. You take your seat. Joe Biden ain't there. It's just humiliation. It's just a a practice in humiliation. Shame on the Biden family. Shame on Jill. And shame on like the bloodlust and the power lust in this family for demanding Joe Biden run for president. They knew. They knew. They knew. Hunter Biden's own text messages say that Joe Biden uh, was able to overcome dementia. Well, I've talked with my wife, who's a medical professional. That's not possible. Let me tell you what. You can treat dementia. You ain't overcoming dementia. This is from a heavily Democrat area. Just 13% were registered Republicans. Democrats 40% outnumbered Republicans in this poll. Three to one. Finally, and alarmingly so for Democrats desperate to clinch congressional majorities in Washington D.C., two-time failed GOP gubernatorial candidate Alan Fung is favored to flip a House seat in Rhode Island's second congressional district. So Republicans may win a House seat in dark blue Rhode Island various uh, political pollsters are saying that it is mind-boggling. That's the word, mind-boggling. Suffolk University Political Research Center Director David Pelogos says it's mind-boggling the fact that you have Republican Republican favorability in a state like Rhode Island. It speaks to what's going on in the country. And what's going on in the country is very simple. It's the Great Awakening, ladies and gentlemen. Are you awake yet? It's the Great Awakening. That's what we call this, it's the Great Awakening. It's A moment for us to create the new right. It's a moment for us to create the new left and the new left will hopefully be as populist as the new right. There are so many points of similarity between the new left and the new right. And you can create an entirely new system because we've all been backstabbed by our political leaders. We had a long private conversation with Tulsi Gabbard at an event a couple of weeks ago. And it's amazing how much you end up agreeing with somebody who's just a rational actor on the left, who like is cut out of the jib of like JFK, like JFK Democrat, it's like lowering taxes, America first, keep America out of permanent war. JFK, man, JFK had in a second term. There would have been no Vietnam War. Trust me on that. Too bad. Well, Now we have the Joe Biden era of the Democrat Party, and Joe Biden is being irritated by Democrats who won't back him for re-election. This, according to the Daily Mail, Joe Biden is frustrated at his top aides because they are telling him that Democrats are not touting Joe Biden in their re-election stump campaigns. (laughs) Lauren Boebert, who we want to say, congratulations, Lauren. Congratulations, Lauren Boebert, a champion who's joined us on the show many uh, many times, uh, won her primary in Colorado. She was running against a rhino, and she defeated that rhino, and she is now headed back to Congress. Lauren Boebert, such a champion, such a wonderful member of Congress, such a fighter for all of us. Lauren Boebert tweeted this morning, have you heard anybody brag that they've been endorsed by Joe Biden? That's an interesting question. You know, it's only four months away, this election's. We're here in July, you know, practically. It's the 29th of June. So July, August, September, October. Boom. November's, first week of November is your election. So it's four months away. So you'd think that Democrats would be bragging like Republicans did that they were endorsed by the man who occupies the White House. But indeed, they are not bragging about that. They are running away from Joe Biden like uh, he's typhoid Mary uh, and... Rightfully so, <laughs> Joe Biden irritated at the cold reception that his 2024 reelection bid is receiving from his fellow Democrats and the media. A new report suggests lawmakers within the president's own party have been hesitant to get behind him at this point. Earlier in the month, firebrand Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez refused to say if she would back Biden into a 2024 campaign on CNN, and it was so awkward. Listen,
0: I just want to ask uh, about President Biden. He is saying he's going to run again in 2024. Will you support him?
1: You know, if the president chooses uh, to run again in 2024, I mean, first of all, I'm focused on winning this majority right now uh, and preserving a majority this year in 2022. So we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But, um, but I think if, if the president has a vision, then that's something certainly we're all willing to entertain and examine when the, when the time comes. So you're going to back the sitting president, and when he runs for re-election in your party, AOC, he's just like, she doesn't even go here. (laughs) It's so great to watch the implosion. It's so great to watch the implosion, and the tears, they're flowing, and I drink them, and they're delicious. Oh, tears. So good. That's what this is filled with. They taste like ice cream. They're so tasty. The Democrat Party is imploding. West Virginia conservative Democrat Senator Joe Manchin also would not tell the New York Times whether he supports Biden brushing off the question. We're just trying to do our daily thing, brother. (laughs) Trying to do what we got to do for the country, says Senator Manchin. Biden and his team see perceptions that he is a lame duck, less than halfway through his first term as a lack of respect. That's right. And they say that conversations that Biden has uh, show a lack of respect for the commander-in-chief. Oh, yes. Get ready, ladies and gentlemen. Joe Biden getting very angry at his own party. Turn those guns on your own party, Joe. I can't wait. The Civil War is going to be delicious. So here's what's going to happen in 2024. Joe Biden, who is a black hole, of narcissism, who is the star nebula. Joe Biden's ran for president since 1791 when he first got to the Senate. Joe Biden has never stopped running for president. Joe Biden had to drop out of his first presidential run because of plagiarism and his second presidential run because of a brain aneurysm. That's true. Look it up. Uh, And now Joe Biden is sitting there saying, I got this thing and I ain't giving it up. He's like, you know, old man in the sea, Ernest Hemingway, and he ain't going to give it up. And so what's going to happen is you're going to have a just absolutely delicious civil war inside the Democrat Party because Democrats aren't even campaigning with Joe Biden, right? So you got Stacey Abrams, far left in Georgia, and you got Beto O'Rourke, far left in Texas, running for governors respectively, and both of them refused to campaign with Joe Biden. The reason why is that I think it's illegal in those states to campaign with a corpse. I think that if you like, it's it's like def- if you're if you're uh, defiling a, a dead object. Then I think it's there, there are laws against that. It's called necrophilia, and so they're not allowed to actually roll Joe Biden onto stage and slop him up against the podium and say, "Hey, look, wave you know weekend at Bernie's" as Joe Biden goes, "Hitty bitty, hitty
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system.
1: And then he calls, you know, Stacey Abrams Oprah or whatever. Like, it would be so humiliating, and that's why they won't campaign with him. It's why they don't go out with him. When was the last time you saw a bunch of congressional Democrats like surrounding Joe Biden saying they're happy to be with him? When was the last time you saw a Democrat tweet, Joe Biden endorsed me. Once again, it's so important. You remember the clip from Barack Obama coming back to the White House. Barack Obama went back to the White House to celebrate some stupid jackass thing. He was, you know, celebrating like, I think it was Obamacare. Like, you know, so like just c- celebrating more, you know, communist takeover of our government. Barack Obama comes out of his, One of his mansions on the beach. I'm not sure. It's the only beach that won't be affected by global warming. And you will remember the video is, again, this is why we say it's humiliation porn, what's happening with Joe Biden. Because the video is of all these Democrats running past the guy who currently resides in the Oval Office to surround Barack Obama uh, like bees in a honeypot. And they just swarmed Barack Obama. Even Kamala Harris was sidling. This is called sidling in political talk, where she... Pretty much, just stands right at the hip of Joe of of Barack Obama, and as they're doing their as they're walking the line to shake hands. So you do this in order to get in the photographs and in order to be seen. You like attach yourself to the front of the hip of the candidate that you want to be seen with. And Kamala Harris was doing that to Barack Obama, not to Joe Biden. Joe Biden was in the back, being like, <gasps> Barack, Barack. Remember when we used to eat tapioca on the Titanic Well, with with Superman and and FDR? No, Barack Obama didn't even pay attention to him. It was humiliating. It's so bad. Oh, man. The rumbles are brewing that J.B. Pritzker may challenge all 700 pounds of J.B. Pritzker will challenge uh, Joe Biden to the presidency in 2024 and that gavin newsom will do so as well people told the times that pritzker uh gave biden advance notice ahead of a recent speech in new hampshire uh as pritzker went stomping and boy that is you do not want to get in the way of that stomp you will you will have a bad bad day uh that is like a java stomp uh in the presidential grounds of new hampshire So the woes continue for Joe Biden. Abigail Spanberger, she is a Democrat representing a red district in Virginia that just voted across the board for Republicans in the biggest political shock since Donald Trump won the 2016 election. Abigail Spanberger, a Democrat congresswoman, says she does not want Biden campaigning for her. (laughs) This also, according to the Daily Mail, Spanberger's newly redrawn 7th district is a toss-up district and Spanberger said in a recent interview that she is going to campaign by myself check it out
0: and this year not you're not the only one that's looking at a different district than the one you first ran in um according to the cook political report it is a toss-up a democratic toss-up um a d plus one district now is what they are calling it and you know i wonder as you look across THE BOARD, DO YOU THINK THAT YOU'LL HAVE PRESIDENT BIDEN COME AND CAMPAIGN WITH YOU IN THAT DISTRICT? I I INTEND TO DO THE CAMPAIGNING MYSELF. I AM THE CANDIDATE. IT'S MY NAME ON THE BALLOT. JUST GET THAT QUESTION OUT OF THE WAY, THEN. WOULD YOU SUPPORT BIDEN-HARRIS TICKET IN 2024? I'M LOOKING SQUARELY TOWARDS 2022 AND THE REELECTION AHEAD OF ME, uh, WORKING TO MAKE SURE THAT VOTERS ACROSS Virginia's SEVENTH DISTRICT KNOW WHAT I'VE BEEN DOING ON THEIR BEHALF. And why I'm asking for their vote again?
1: Ooh, hoo, hoo, hoo. Whoa, 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 whoa! So she also didn't commit to supporting Biden-Harris in 2024. She's saying Joe Biden better stay away from me, and my race, like he has leprosy. And also, I will not be supporting the clown car, Biden-Harris 2024, Abigail Spanberger, doing everything she can to save her own seat. I think it's beyond saving. I think the Democratic Party is beyond saving. I think this moment will be remembered for all time as the moment where we pierce the veil, a political term for when your policies begin to affect everyday Americans. Americans live inside of a really comfortable bubble, and we have air conditioning, and we have the NFL, and we have hot wings, and we have Bud Light. And that's where Americans like to live. We like to like kind of sit there, pay our mortgages, enjoy our cheap gas, and go about our daily lives. Americans don't like when politics pierces that fatty veil and starts ruining your life. When the things that make life pleasurable begin to get out of reach, more expensive, more painful, My wife and I go to a happy hour every week at one of our favorite restaurants down here in Tampa. Go to this happy hour. They're so nice. We bring the kids. My little daughter runs around like crazy. She breaks, you know, she broke a glass the other day and they were so nice to her. And so we love this restaurant. We go to this restaurant, we hit up this happy hour. And when we started going about a year ago, my family is coming up on our one year anniversary of moving to Florida. When we started going about a year ago, you would order wings during happy hour. Big fan of wings. They have really great smoked wings. I order these wings. You would get like a mountain of wings. About a year ago, you get a mountain of wings, right? 12, 14, it'd come piled up on the plates and we could barely finish them. We went to this happy hour last Friday. We went to this happy hour just a few days ago. I ordered the same thing. It cost the same amount of money. And there were four wings, four, two flats, two drums sitting there on the plate. It was the most pathetic thing I've ever seen. My wife's like, this is piercing the veil. This is what it looks like. Joe Biden's failed policies. People recognize this. People know this. And when they look down at their grill on the grilliest of grill days, the 4th of July, they will see a 4th of July barbecue that costs more than it's ever cost in American history. This is according to Breitbart.com. Joe Biden's 4th of July is the most expensive in history. You get what you vote for. And you idiots voted for the highest gas and food prices in history. Here is what we got. Joe Biden used the last 4th of July to gaslight Americans into believing that inflation was not a big deal. He bragged about the 4th of July meal being 16 cents less than last year. 16 cents. Uh, would you even bend over and pick up since 16 cents if you saw it on the sidewalk? Sam, would you pick up 16 cents? Studio Sam. Studio Sam, our technician here, who puts our show together every single day. We're going to put up a little camera, by the way, where you can watch Studio Sam, too, and we can have back and forth. It's going to be great. We have some really fun things coming. I'm converting a garage at my house into a brand new studio. It's going to be great. Studio Sam would not bend over and pick up 16 cents if he saw it laying on the ground, and I wouldn't either. I don't know. The Joe Biden White House was bragging About $0.16 saving. Well, what do they got this year? Life comes at you fast, especially when you have President Casket. So what do we have here? Well, a dystopian 4th of July that will now have a 17% increase in price. And this should come as absolutely no surprise to anybody who's been watching their 401ks, the stock market, the crypto market, or anything else. Ground beef prices are up 36% from a year ago. Chicken press gained by a third, according to a survey from the American Farm Bureau. Overall, revelers can expect 17% more on food and barbecue, marking the biggest increase since the lobbying organization began tracking a decade ago. In 2021, the cost of an Independence Day cookout declined by less than 1%, according to the group, and much has changed since then. Cost of fuel, a key farming input, and fertilizer have soared. Russia's invasion of Ukraine has worsened the situation by disrupting global, global agriculture supply chains. And of course, this is all happening because Joe Biden is not demanding peace. He's not demanding a peace deal. He's demanding this conflict to carry on and that Ukraine become our new Afghanistan. Do you know that the United States government is now paying for all of the salaries inside of the Ukrainian government? Do you know that? that your taxpayer dollars, now to the tune of many billions, are going to pay for Ukrainian government officials. That's a special story. Maybe we'll cover that tomorrow. Yes, enjoy. Because the Ukrainian government is functioning so well, and because your government is functioning so well, you might as well be paying for Ukraine's government. It's happening. Paying more for burgers and lemonade, up 22% is just one measure of how U.S. consumer sentiment fell to an all-time low. And many of the experts will say that U.S. consumer sentiment will show you exactly where an election is heading. U.S. consumer sentiment is a dead-on predictor of where the election is going to head. And U.S. consumer sentiment is at an all-time low. It is a very real, very hard, very concrete predictor of what's about to happen. And what's about to happen is we're about to see the dissolution of the Democrat Party for Ever. And ladies and gentlemen, it's not just the Democratic Party that didn't kill itself. Actually, no, they 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 actually did. It's Jeffrey Epstein. The Democrat Party killed itself. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill itself. And we'll see if Jelaine Maxwell what happens to her. Well, Jelane Maxwell sentenced to 20 years in prison in Jeffrey Epstein's sex trafficking case. Now, a lot of commenters online are saying, uh, this seems like a really low sentence. It could have been 55 years in prison. Jelaine Maxwell is 60 years old, so 55 years would have essentially been the rest of her life in prison, but she only got 20 years, so she'll be out at 80. Joe Biden is 80 years old. Maybe she'll run for president. Who knows? Democrats will probably nominate her. British socialite turned convicted sex trafficker Delaine Maxwell finally got her due on Tuesday when she was sentenced to 20 years in prison for her role helping rich and powerful pedophile Jeffrey Epstein abuse young girls. U.S. District Judge Allison Nathan sentenced her to 240 months, said it was sufficient and not greater than necessary for Maxwell, who earlier addressed the court and told victims a half-hearted apology, I'm sorry for the pain that you experienced. Right. Jelaine Maxwell was put on suicide watch but isn't suicidal, according to her attorney. You're going to have to explain to me how that worked, and you're going to have to explain to me how Jeffrey Epstein hung himself with toilet paper. Number of people harmed is impossible to measure, says Annie Farmer, who testified in the trial. Epstein's Madame tried to avoid looking at her victims as they spoke, but she did lock eyes with one of the victims who said, you broke me in an unfathomable way, but you didn't break my spirit, nor will you dampen my internal flame. Well, all right. So let's cut to the chase here. Why did I was James Comey's daughter? Did you know this? James Comey's daughter. Did you know this? Huh? Are you paying attention? Why did James Comey's daughter lead the government's role in the prosecution here that seems a little strange what was jelaine maxwell well i have my own opinion this is just my opinion my name is benny johnson my opinion is that jelaine maxwell and jeffrey epstein were working in a honeypot operation they were working so that they could lure in rich and powerful people upon whom the federal government wanted to spy Various three-letter alphabet agencies wanted to be able to observe and have something over so that they could capture them on camera doing all manners of illegal and lured things, and then they could use that as leverage, leverage over them. This is how criminal operation works. You get somebody, uh, you know, you get some photograph or some t- I mean, the, the, the recent Batman movie was all about this. I mean, come on, guys. This is like any mafia movie is about this. You get leverage over a powerful judge or an official. This is what they this is what the Colleone family did in The Godfather. It's a, it's a classic operation. This is the honeypot operation. Jeffrey Epstein and Jelaine Maxwell filmed in compromising positions. Uh, various powerful people from all around the globe, including but not limited to, members of the royal family, Bill Gates, Bill Clinton. They flew them down on their private jet to a private island. They told them everything was kosher and bam. Of course, there's some satanic elements to this. Of course, there's demonic elements to this. But that's what this was. And so the federal government is now coming in as a cleanup operation. People were willing to flip. Donald Trump became president. He began to prosecute these people. That's why they've been protected for so long. That's why they've gotten off of these charges for so long. Community service and stuff like that. Donald Trump began to actually prosecute them, and now they're disappearing. Where is the little black book of clients from Jelaine Maxwell? That's what I care about, and I don't really give a damn who's in it. Some of my heroes could be sitting in there, political or otherwise, and I wouldn't care. All of them should be locked up. Anyone who hurts or abuses a woman, anyone who hurts or abuses an underage girl, should spend the rest of their life in prison. That's why I think 20 years is way too light, but that's why I think a deal was probably struck here. A deal was cut. Jelaine Maxwell will be able to be free in 20 years, 80 years old. You can still get around if you take care of yourself. She's going to a federal prison that is like manicured, open, grass. Like it's not like, according to her lawyers who talked on the record, this ain't that bad of a prison. And so Jelaine Maxwell will be able to live out her days painting. Maybe she'll take up crocheting. Who knows? And then she'll be able to get out. She'll probably asked for an early release, and that's because she cooperated. She didn't release her little black book showing all of the Democrat operatives and all of the cultural figures of the left and all of their evil deeds. Also, why did the feds raid Jeffrey Epstein's island? Like immediately, he has this island called Little St. James, you know, the blue and white, little temple on it, creepy temple. You know, federal agents like rushed up and raided that island. What did they take? Where's that evidence? When will we know the truth? We got to get a President DeSantis in here, we got to get like President Bull in a China shop to just like release the evidence. That's what we need. We need president like, here's what happened in the JFK assassination. Here's what happened with Jelaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein. Jelaine Maxwell still in prison. We're going to force her to testify. We're going to force her to name names. We need President Wrecking Ball. That's what we need. President Wrecking Ball, who just wants to watch the elites burn who just wants to watch the system be undone. And that's what we're here. That's what the show is all about. That's what the show is all about. The Benny show is a opportunity for us to remake this country. That's why we do this every day. It's an opportunity for us to say, hey, this system ain't working. Libs, you know it ain't working for you. We may not agree on much, but Libs, you know the system ain't working for you. and ain't working for us. And maybe we should decide on a few terms that we agree on Stop having war with each other because that's what they want. Black, white, rich, poor, brown, yellow, purple, green. They want us all to fight amongst each other when the real battle is up there. The real battle are the Uniparty and the elites who have controlled everything for a very long time will stab all the rest of us in the back just like they did with gun control last week. They don't care what we send them to Congress to do. They're going to function the way they've always functioned, the way they've functioned since after World War II. Because after World War II, you began the establishment of the permanent state. The permanent state is the enemy. The permanent state is Cassidy Hutchison, the person who testified against Trump, even though she worked in his administration, the person who lied under oath. And it is time to go after the permanent state. That is indeed the enemy. And once we rip that down, well, then we can start making a new America and start making a new system that will be serving us, the American people, and not be serving the people who wish to sell us out like leeches and like locusts and then move on like rats leaving a ship to the next greener pasture, which will be China, right? Because all they've ever wanted is full end to end government control. They're not going to get it here. And that's because we fight. We fight because our priorities are correct. God, family, country. We're free men and women, and we intend to stay that way. My name is Benny Johnson. Thank you for watching The Benny Show.